What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? We are in January. It is crazy. This is Nancy Lee, and you are listening to Rhymes and Poetry on Active FM. I mean, can you believe we are in 2019? It is crazy. I mean, it's been 14 days of 2019. I don't know how your 2019 is looking so far. I don't know what is happening in your world right now, but I know that you're listening to Rhymes and Poetry right now, and it is going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy hot show. We are gearing up into this, and I just thought a little some. I thought I'd get into some topics that will be relevant to you right now. But before we get into all of that, I'm going to tell you guys where you can catch us. If you're looking for us, you can find us on our website, www.activefm.co.za. Simply find us on Facebook forward slash activefm777, or you can find us on Instagram that is at activefm777. I mean, guys, nothing has changed. It's a new year, but it's the same active fm and no it's not the same old active fm it's the same active fm the same awesome the same crazy the same fun interesting active fm so you know where you can catch us we've been there and we'll stay there and if you're looking for me personally you can find me on my page runs and poetry triple seven the number of heaven and it is going to be super 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 awesome let us get straight into the show and i'll see you guys right after this
What's happening, Active Ephemeris? I know people in January like to get mellow. They like to get quiet and settle down. But this is Active FM. We need to make some noise up in here. And you know that this is the place of the hottest music on the land. I mean, I've never heard hotter music than on Active FM because Christ's music is the hottest music. And speaking about this music, that is so great. Let us get into some two awesome tracks and I'll see you guys right after this. Jesus was dead. The exceptional new act of worship album, As Above, So Below, is out. Get your very own copy on iTunes. available on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music and so much more.
stuff was happening, how crazy were those jams? I mean, I was dancing, I was moving, it was crazy. But now we're getting straight into the topics. And I thought, because I did something like this last year, where I actually went into identity. And I thought, it is so important as we enter January. And I know it's not the beginning. Bear with me. I know that we are in the middle of January right now. Okay, well, almost. But I thought we'd go into identity. Because many times we lose our identity in December. A lot of things happen in December. You do a whole lot of things in December. And then you feel like, oh my word, I'm so far away from God. Then you start your year off without God. And then you go through your year and it becomes a mess. And I am here to tell you right now that that is rubbish. And we are going to get into a topic that has to do with identity. And when you hear this topic, you're going to be like, Nalzi, are you crazy? I mean... That has nothing to do with identity, but bear with me. At the end of the show, you'll understand why I used this and tied it in with identity. So right now, we are going to be speaking about stealing lyrics. Yes, people that steal lyrics. And more specifically, we're going to speak about rappers that take other rappers' lyrics. Because y'all know that this is happening. So we are going to get straight into that. And so... This is what I came across, right? I was searching this because I was like, do people really take other people's lyrics? And you're like, no, this has nothing to do with identity. But as I said, you will find out why I'm saying this. So this is what I found. I found this blog and it was actually very interesting. So this is what it says. Um, Recently, rapper Consequence got mad at Pusha T because he lifted lines from his unreleased songs and passed it off as his own. So here are two questions that they posed. Has that ever happened to you or have you ever done that? So the question here is, have you ever had someone steal your lyrics if you're someone that writes or maybe your poem or something? Or have you been the one that has actually taken lines or whole songs of people's tracks? Have you done that? And then the second question that was asked here was, among rappers, is it a ter- terrible offense? Is it moderate or is it something that regularly happens that it it shouldn't be a big deal, basically? Like, is it really that bad stealing other people's lyrics? Is it really? So we are going to get down into it and we're going to answer these two questions. So they asked a a couple of people what they thought about this. And this is what some of them said. And the first one was Escobel, and he said, Swagger jacking and taking another artist's lines is disrespectful and should never be done. Not in that form or fashion. It's a little different when Jay-Z borrows B.I.G.'s um, lyrics because it's more of him paying homage. So this, is, this guy is saying that when Jay-Z did it, uh, he understood basically because he was paying homage to big but now i have to think of hypocrisy here because if you're saying it's not cool it's swagger jacking don't steal someone's lyrics and then you want to turn around and say it's fine when this person does it because they were doing it for the right reasons i'm sort of left like hmm like what are you saying and then he carries on to say I can't say that it has been done to me, or at least I haven't heard of anyone uh, yet stealing my lines. I've borrowed no more than a bar from another rapper previously, and we're real cool. And he definitely did not have a problem with it. Originality is your best reality. That's what he had to say. Um, so basically, I'm going to go into what he had to say. So he said... Um, 
it's disrespectful to take someone else's lines. Now, in what respect was he saying this in? You know, like, I've heard of this many times. Where, um, you know, struggling artists, right? They they send their demos out to these bigger artists now. So, like, let's say, um, okay, let me not say struggling. Starting off artists. They send their demos off to these big artists. So let's say I've made two demos and I'm like, oh, my second one is really good. I'm going to send this demo off to, let's say, this person who's a big star. Like they know all over the world. And hopefully they'll hear it and then they'll sign me on their record label. But what happens now is that the record label takes that song and gives it to the celebrity to do or if the song goes that if the demo goes directly to the artist the artist takes beats maybe or takes samples from it and uses it without even speaking to the person so they just gonna like all of a sudden start using the lines or they gonna um whatever it is they just take the stuff and they start using uh the content as they own without speaking to the person because in their minds they're like this is a tiny person that means nothing no one knows them no one's gonna even care so i can do this to them because i'm a big star i've heard of a lot of stars that have done that and in that regard when you don't ask when you don't pay for what you're doing that is disrespectful you can't just take somebody else's lines um and and not um and not uh ask them or anything it's different if the song is older than 25 years because obviously with those songs uh you must know that after 25 years it loses all copyright so now you can start taking stuff from that but if an artist uh, doesn't know that you're taking their lines and are you taking the lines and using it as your own without um, referencing them or without speaking to them, that is disrespectful. And then also, um, he said it has never been done to him, but he's borrowed something. And then the last thing he said, which I want to um, uh, speak about, he says, originality is your best reality. And honestly, I mean, when you're writing music, you have to write it from a very honest place in yourself. You have to write it um, uh, from from your own mind, from your own creativity. And I've said you can borrow ideas from people, but don't borrow lyrics. Like, use your own imagination to then on build forth. And then uh, D. Risha, which is the next person, said, Well, it happened to me uh, in a reverse way in high school. I said a line on a mixtape. A few months later, there was a ludicrous album with a similar line on it. So some thought I bit it and others thought I was a genius. And then he laughed. And then he says, it can either, it can have either effect. So I've shared this story where um, we were in grade four. And what we used to do for arts and culture is um, we used to actually go out and do little presentations. So the one time as groups of three or four, what we had to do was create a song, right? Um, some people could do it on their own. It depended on how confident you were in yourself. So my friend decided to do a song. Um, and um, I heard people coming out at break and they were like, oh my word, this girl did this song. Everyone in the class was crying. We were all finished. Like it was so sweet. Like this person actually can write music and we were all great fours at that time and what happened was a month later a song came out with the exact same lyrics word for word line for line but not meaning that the person who wrote the song stole the song no 
it, for us it came out a few months later but originally it had come out way before the time but when we were in grade four we're a bit slow i don't know what happened but we were we were slow with music so music used to come out and be released and then like a few months later we'd catch on as the little kids in primary school i don't know why we're slow actually cheese but um yeah that would happen and what happened was she had a cousin that worked in um I can't remember what record company and they would get the music first so then it was played for at home and what she did was she wrote it down and she came and sang it at school um, for the project and everyone thought she wrote it but then only to find out that Rihanna would release a song called Cry which had the same exact lyrics that she sang in class and from that regard she got so much marks from it but it was a lie it was stolen lyrics and that's basically what happens where um, people find things first and then it comes out this guy is saying that the song was released a month after with the same line so we're gonna say okay um it was his line maybe him and uh ludicrous on the same wavelength um so that's what he was basically saying in that and then he said i would say it is a terrible offense among mcs because biting is okay when he speaks about biting he means stealing other people's lyrics you know it's slang guys so he says, because biting is unacceptable in the art form. This isn't on it nowadays with a, with new jacks. So he's talking about the new kids that come on the block. and But no cats who put a lot of thought into their rhymes. This isn't on it nowadays with new jacks. And by new jacks, he means the new kids on the block. But to cats who put a lot of work into their rhymes, it is disrespectful. So if you think about it now and i saw this it's crazy i watch a music video these days like let's say something pops up or like an advert and i see this rapper and then the next day i see another rapper and i'm like isn't that that guy from yesterday and they're like no this one is this and that one is that and they for some reason all of them have little in their name so little this and little that and little who who and little they all look the same they all have weird tattoos on their faces they've got this weirdly colored hair they've got, i don't know what's happening with the new rappers like it's not only lyrics that are being stolen they literally have the same look they all look the same going back to identity and i'm going to speak about identity in a minute but they all look the same like i can't differentiate they're like this is little hoo 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 and that is little hoo 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 so you can't say that they're the same person because they're all different and i'm like they all look the same so now we're going into one pattern where everyone looks the same with the weird dreadlocks colored hair thing and then the whole tattoos on their faces and tattoos everywhere and every it is so scary where the culture is going to because now kids are looking at these guys and they're like oh no i want tattoos on my face and all of that stuff i remember when i was growing up and the rappers we used to listen to and i remember little wayne and them getting tattoos on their faces and we were horrified uh i was completely horrified and um i was like why would you get a tattoo on your face when we saw tattoos on faces we we're like oh my word are they crazy like why would they do that and i know little Wayne above his brow or something like that got fear god and then he got teardrops on his other eye underneath his other eye and if you know anything about tattoos and teardrops teardrops is someone that you've killed 
So each teardrop rep- represents someone you've killed. And you see people with teardrops going all the way. I'm joking. But like people literally have teardrops everywhere now on their face. And we were horrified. Now with this new generation, they're like, did you see little who, who, who? I'll make an example with um triple uh, X. Tentesi, whatever his name was The guy that passed away um, This year With the whole tattoos on his face And and the colourful dreadlocks And everything he was doing And from there I started seeing more and more guys Coming out that look the same I can't remember the other guy's name Because all their names are sort of the same But all of them They all look the same And it's crazy Because these kids these days Are looking up to these people And they're like Oh so I want to look like that I want to do my dreads like that And then I want to get tattoos like that And no Guys, it is not attractive. It's not appealing. I'm sure in a few years' time or whatever, when it's out of fashion, we'll be looking at these people. Can you imagine growing old? Excuse me? We're all going to get old. And now you're wrinkled with all these tattoos everywhere on your face and your whole... Like, I don't understand. Can we get back to getting back to being us and stop appropriating culture and this is why it's important not only to watch what you listen to but who you're following and as an example because then you watch kids these days and they're watching all these people and it's crazy how many words swearing words are in songs and at first they used to bleep the words out when they played it on tv or something now i watch more and more and the swear words are actually being put on tv like where are we going what is happening the kids are hearing this music they're appropriating this culture it is crazy it is crazy and um that's basically what he was saying here is that uh to the new people these new guys that all look the same in my opinion it doesn't matter whether you steal lyrics but to the guys who actually put work in to actually write their own rhymes and compose it matters to them because they find it as disrespectful and then he said i don't know know if anyone remembers but esg and little flip you see little everything they little everything i I don't know why and little flip had a war of words that stemmed from this topic um so this was alleged that flip stole a rhyme book of esgs and esg um had heard a rhyme that he wrote on a little flip mixtape that came out around uh, the time after the theft so this guy's book went missing with his rhymes and then he heard it on this guy's mixtape, like lines from it. And then he said, I would say that that's a, a definitely a case in point. To sum it up, no ideas are original, but jacking isn't cool at all. And that's what he says. He says, um, I don't feel it's good at all. And then the last person, Brad Gilmore, says that the biggest part of being a rapper is your gift with words and what you say on a mic. I can sympathize with cons. And he's speaking uh, uh, about consequence. And he says, if one of my members of my camp took a line, I would be upset. Um, although this has never happened to me, it's like biting another rapper's rhymes, which is equivalent to a fel- felony in the game. And then he also says, I do not feel it happens a lot in the game. Um, And a lot of times people don't say anything. But if Cons feels like he needs to call out Pusher, then more power to him. We need more rappers to do the same and take credit for the original work. And that's where rap beefs stem from. They all come from this way. This person stole my rhyme. This person stole this chick that I was with, even though they've got 10,000 chicks. This, like, and then we find rappers killing each other. Like, 
it's not worth it it is not worth it and i would say um if you do want to take lines from somebody if you feel like this person said it perfectly and that's how i wanted to say it, then go out and approach the person and ask them can i use your rhymes can i use your line um i'm going to acknowledge you um even if it's not on the song you can acknowledge them on your album cover you can acknowledge them in the credits whatever the case is you can acknowledge them um in your music video they can come on or whatever the case is or if they don't want to be acknowledged you just want a payment then you pay them if they don't want you to take the line then don't then you be original and be creative enough and i can't stress it enough where rappers need to learn how to write poetry y'all need to because now we're getting to a point in the game where the only way to write lyrics or the only way to write a nice song is to steal from other people and that is not okay but speaking more on that um we're gonna get more into it after the break and i'll see you guys right after the these amazing tracks and I'll see you right after this.
anthem type of music, you know what I mean? Uh, knees down, hands up, <laughs> yeah. They say, life is what you make it, so you hold on to everything you label sacred, but what we call sacred can't match up with safety, can't waste your creation, instead of the making, he's calling a nation, who will be that agent, and army will be to the pavement, I got a God who is greater than, anyone in your inner circumstance, if we come into some Terry lands, even if it's under fam, trust in his government, I got victory, cause simply I surrendered my life, I wake up with joy, my mindset is poised, the weeping it through for a night. I'm submitted to Christ, so all things gotta bow down. I struggle with lessons that God said enough, so impurity is and I'm blowing now. Uh, depression and fear has lost its grip, so come and take a sip, but it's a major gift, it's only found in Him. Come and bow in this, no greater love than this. Uh, what type of God got this kind of power? Imitate His will, cobble in the final hour. All in heaven, all peace, that He has the keys to the grave, so death, bear with your street. Real talk, death, you ain't gotta see. King on my team with a pedigree, so let us sing with the angels and let it ring. We aim to please our king, not please a crowd. Please a crowd. Every tongue confess, knees bow down. Bow down. Truly unashamed, while we close our mouths. Every tongue confess, knees bow down.
what's happening how crazy awesome were those jams you know christ music is the hottest music on the land and it has been lit so i thought in the theme of speaking about stolen lyrics i'd speak about the rappers that don't even write their own lyrics Dun, dun, dun. So I got five people that have been accused of not writing their own lyrics and we're basically going to see a little bit about how and why people think that they don't write their own lyrics. So the first person is Meek Mill and um, the article said that I'm a boss performer is known for a few hits for being engaged to Nicki Minaj as well. He has also been known to be okay fine. I want you to see how they describe these people. Note it down and then when we speak about identity, remember it. So he is known for performing I'm a boss. He's known for a few hits and he's known for being engaged to Nicki Minaj. That's that's his whole life story. So this guy is known for being engaged to someone else. That's your identity. Hold that thought. He has also been known for being in, involved in one crazy beef. The rapper might have accused Drake for not writing his own stuff, but perhaps he should have been looking in the mirror. During their feud, there was a person who came forward as being Meek Mill's ghostwriter. And we don't know if this is true. Obviously, if you're beefing like, with someone like Drake, Drake could hire someone to go out there and say, I'm Meek Mill's ghostwriter. It might be true because many rappers in the game don't write their own lyrics. Um... It's crazy how how much petty beefs are coming up, um, how much people are fighting over nonsense. You, you have a ghostwriter, no, you have a ghostwriter. Now you guys making whole songs about each other. Now you guys want to go uh, shoot this person. Now you guys are sending death threats. Like, is it really worth it at the end of the day? The second person is Kanye West. This is crazy. Um, Yeezy is referred to as one of the best rappers out there today. He definitely tries to go outside the box and many have labeled him a genius for it. Himself included. Yeah, guys, this guy, okay. Back to identity. Listen to this. He refers to himself as a genius and he has referred to himself as Jesus. Yes, you heard right, Jesus. As in, like, Jesus. He refers to himself as a god. Going back to identity, when we speak about identity. The third person is Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea's integrity has been called into question multiple times um, throughout her career. Particularly because she started off trying to be a pop star rather than a rapper. Another reason is because she raps with a fake southern accent when she um, is from Australia. So it is not probably a surprise when others have publicly accused her of not writing her own bars. Again, identity. Number four. Dr. Dre. The rapper has been responsible for many other rappers' careers, but that doesn't stop at mentoring, right? Many in the industry have reportedly written for the NWA member, including Eminem, uh, Kendrick Lamar, and King Miz. But it was the last one who spoke openly about it. So King Miz has spoken openly about writing uh, for this guy. And then the last person who is on this, which is another one where I'm like, oh my word, is Jay-Z. The rapper has gotten 21 Grammys for his work and many will agree that he's a great rapper. But that doesn't mean that he also doesn't run into some controversy. 
There are so many artists who have been inspired by Notorious B.I.G., including the New York rapper. But did his inspiration turn into plagiarism? This question was asked after multiple lyrics from Biggie showed up on Jay-Z's work. Um, but more specifically, on what more can I say? Jay-Z then responded, I'm not, um, I'm not a biter. Um, I'm, a write, um, I'm a writer for myself and others say I'm B.I.G. Um, so that's what he basically said about it And I just want to speak about this again With identity Because people look at people like Jay-Z and Beyonce And they think, oh my word They are perfect They've got the perfect identity They've got everything running for them I want to be just like them And there's so many people throwing themselves at these artists And they're saying uh, basically about uh, How they want to be like this person and literally people were so desperate to go and see Beyonce last year. So um, many people want to be like them and it's crazy because my friend was literally going crazy trying to find this money to actually go to this concert and stuff. And you look at these people and you think they have everything but they don't. And then you look at the concert and you see how people are starstruck, people are going crazy, people are, are literally going mad over this couple and they they, they, they idolizing them. You're idolizing human beings that have issues just like you and me and you see how how evil comes out of these people where at the concert they actually came down in between two crosses like lack of identity is what what scram at me it, it's a lack of identity when you're trying to elevate yourself to something that you can never be and now you ask yourself, Nolzi, why are you saying that um, people stealing lyrics means that they have a lack of identity? I'll break it down. So if you have to take from someone else, that means you look at yourself and you say that I can't have, I can never have, I can never be, I can never do what that person can do. So I'm going to take. So now, if you feel in yourself, I can't write as good as them. I can't. I can't write bars as good as them. I can't write rhymes as good as them. So let me steal from them. That's how I sound better. Then you have a lack of identity. That is what it boils down to. And many artists in the industry have a lack of identity. I spoke about the young guys in the industry these days where they all look the same. They're all striving towards the same look. It looks crazy. They look dead in their eyes. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. The tattoos on their face, everything, it looks horrible and everyone's moving into the same pattern of looking the same i spoke about the little everyone the triple x's and the and the and the little uzi vert or whatever his name is and the little some other guy I can't remember his name i don't know why it's slipping but the other guy and all of them they all look the same all these new young rappers and that's a lack of identity they're all trying to look like something that they thought was cool now they're all striving for it why because they lack identity of their own and in the world nobody knows where to find identity nobody knows where to go uh, to, to 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 find their real identity many people are going out idolizing people they're making people their gods people literally worship beyonce 
it, it it's crazy. You should see it in their eyes. They go they go blank in their eyes and they're worshipping and idolizing this this human being who has flaws like them. And that is because they lack identity, they lack who they are, they don't know who they are and whose they are. So they go out and they go out and do all this crazy stuff. I mean it all goes back to identity and even if you're stealing other rappers lyrics even that shows that you feel like you're not good enough that shows that within yourself you feel like you're inadequate you think you can't do it um it shows by trying to copy and conform to the patterns by trying to look like everyone else that you have a low self-esteem that you're afraid of people that you're sensitive to people's opinion and you hear more and more these days with these these kids you don't know what they're saying they just i can't even call it rapping i can't I can't call it rapping where they 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 just saying stuff and we don't know what it is and that's because they 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 can see that the crowds are following people that sound like this so now they push themselves to sound like that that so every single person can like how they sound we cannot it is january we cannot 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 in 2019 be reverting and not knowing who we are we need to step into a place where we actually realize that i am bigger than i actually think i am and even the people that have ghostwriters that means that person in themselves has said i can't that's that's what it is i'm inadequate um or i'm afraid of what people are gonna say if i write my own music because i feel my music sucks or or I'm, I'm i'm ashamed of myself or i'm insecure in myself so i'd rather get someone else to write it who can do a better job and then i'll just perform it they're saying i can't they don't know who they are many people lost themselves in december they did a whole bunch of stuff and because they didn't know whose they were and who they were in December, now they're stepping into January feeling ashamed, feeling feeling rejected, feeling like God doesn't love them, feeling like they, they can't do it anymore because they lost themselves in December. And that came out of them not knowing their identity. That came out of them not knowing whose they were. And now you're in January and you're looking back and you're like, oh my word, I did this and that. Oh, they can never forgive me. Oh, no one can ever love me. You don't know whose you are. If you're living in guilt and shame after accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't know whose you are. You don't know who you are in Christ. You cannot be living with your guilt. You cannot be living ashamed. You cannot be living with the fear of man. You cannot be living inadequate, insecure, having a low self-esteem, sensitive to people's opinion if you know whose you are. You cannot. It will not happen and it cannot happen. You can't. So now I'm going to show you how by knowing jesus by accepting him into your life and by actually applying the blood of jesus that was shed when his beard was ripped off you can actually gain your identity so as i've spoken about this many people are self-conscious they are sensitive to other people's opinions they fear man they're ashamed they feel inadequate they feel insecure and they feel they have a low self-esteem in themselves so now they feel they can't go further you can't push you just feel broken inside yourself and you feel like you know what i can never be anything and you're always thinking about what other people are saying about you and you never go into the word and be like okay wait what did god say about me because it's crazy how we run to the things that were created instead of running to the creator to see what he says about us who 
cares what the people in the world say about you. As long as you're not sinning, all you need to care about is what God is saying about you. And now this is what the blood of Jesus does. Instead of being self-conscious, you become God-conscious. Now you're conscious of what God is saying. You go into the Word, you're like, oh my word, He loves me. He, he, I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, he, he, he chose me. He knows the numbers of hair I have on my head. He, he loves me. You know whose you are. And then instead of being sensitive to people's opinion, you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. When he speaks, you listen. You're like, Holy Spirit, guide me. Um, am I doing this wrong? And the Holy Spirit says, yes. And now you want to change uh, what you're doing because you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He has now descended upon you and you're like, oh my word, I realize that I was doing this. I shouldn't be doing that. And when the Holy Spirit speaks, you listen because you become sensitive to the Holy Spirit rather than being sensitive to people who tell you you're ugly you're fat you'll never amount to anything you're stupid now you're sensitive to the holy spirit who encourages you who tells you you can who tells you go do who helps you go do that same power that's inside of you that helps you do way more than you think you can ever do and then instead of being fearful of man you have this fear of god but it's not this fear where you 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 scared and you're trembling no it's this fear that brings reverence and respect where you understand who he is where you understand him as elohim the ultimate power in the universe the one who created all the provider the protector everything where you now realize that he's your everything and you have a fear of god not in a way not in not the bad fear but the fear that causes you to submit to his word and start living according to his word then the next thing is rejection and instead of being rejected by god you now accepted by god god has accepted you into his family he loves you he loves you so much and many people have this idea of god that oh because i sinned and i did all of these things and i'm a bad person oh my word i did this oh he'll never love me and now they think god is angry with his finger in their face saying that i'll never i'll never accept you no that is not who god is god is standing there with his arms out open saying come come to me i know you're broken come come i love you that is basically who he is and now instead of being ashamed of everything you've done in the past you're not con- Confident. But now you have this confidence in Christ. You see, it's not confidence in yourself. It's not confidence in the world. It's a confidence in Christ where you know you can do way more than you could ever do on your own. And then instead of being inadequate, now you complete lacking nothing you you don't have this hole inside of you where you're like oh i wish i could fill this hole now you try and fill it with drugs or with guys or with girls or whatever you try and fill it with no now you complete and then um instead of being insecure now you're secure in christ knowing he's got your back and then instead of having a low self-esteem now you have a healthy esteem in christ and that's basically what identity is and beginning the year guys it's the beginning of the year yes it's 14 days whatever happened last year put it behind you push forward to the upward call in christ focus 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 on the calling focus on what you've been called to do and i'm telling you your year will only get better but we're gonna take a quick breather listen to some hot chants and i'll see you guys right after this www.itsretunes.com story of a blessed shot i've been through a lot but i'm here now can't really explain how I got you, but oh well, I make good use of my time here. Uh. Story of a blast shot. I've been through a lot, but I'm here now. I can't really explain how I got you, but oh well, I make good use of my time. Now you didn't make me the wonder. You're the greatest, no other. God, like you. Uh. 
check it. With his blood in the streets, and you remain quiet, don't you come with a speech. When it pop, man down, done by police, hood cries. You ignore it, don't say nothing to me. When it pop, the hood been crying out, but no one ever hears, yeah. Until they turn it upside down, now everyone appears, yeah. On top of your theology, your blind spots evident. Hear me quoting Jakes and you yell out of your heritage. But when the hood cries, John MacArthur ain't addressing it. You don't like Sharpton? Who you gonna replace him with? If you don't never pick up when they call you, save it yet. Want me to be quiet? Uh, you gon' have to make me then. Cause every time I tell the hood something, you okay with it. Isaiah 117 in your Bible. Most of them people won't look anything like you. Fatherless, oppressed, and the widow, I remind you. Take a look around you. Who does that apply to? Why would the Lord tell you to plead their case? Lest he expected you to ignore the things they say. Like, man, the system mistreat us, and the police beat us. But you'll never believe us. Why would I trust your Jesus? Don't you say you love me, show me, homie. Blood in the streets, and you remain quiet. Don't you come with a speech. When it pop, man down. Done by police, hood cries. You ignore it, don't say nothing. A year ago, it's Blake Griffin called Donald Sterling a racist. You would look at the team and say he exaggerated. Tell him to quit complaining, like, how is he racist? Look at the money you're making. Why are we delusional till we take it? 12% of America, 40% of prison. One in every three of us are paid a prison to visit. Doing 60% more time for the same offenses. You reply, that's BS. I don't believe them statistics. I just want you to listen. You think I'm saying you did it. I don't see your compassion. I just see you get defensive. If it's a problem, you thinking that I'm trying to say it's you Really, I just want for you to have a problem with it too Picture was growing up in the crib together as brothers Parents treating us different, you say I'm tripping, it's nothing But when you sleep, he touch me where he ain't supposed to be touching But when I tell you he doesn't, you look at me like I'm funny I'm telling you he mistreats me, when you ain't looking he beats me And you keep saying we brothers, but you don't never believe me So when you see the division, it ain't all on pop It ain't about what he did to me, it's about your response We just want for you to cry with us And quit telling us we ain't justified in our feelings So when you reply, this is not the 50s biz All I hear is you replying the same way people back in the 50s did This ain't the 20s biz Blood in the streets And you remain quiet, don't you come with a speech When it pop, man down Done by police, hood cries You ignore it, don't say nothing to me When it pop, the hood been crying out But no one ever hears Until they turn it upside down To my white brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm doing this for a couple reasons. One, I just want to give you a little more perspective on where it is we come from and why it is we feel how we feel sometimes. And we can't keep sweeping these race issues under the rug, because the only time we seem to have these hard conversations is when tragedy happens and everybody's high in their emotions. And yes, we are all one in Christ. But once we step out them church doors, the world's gonna respond to us differently. And how we respond to one another's pain is gonna affect our relationship. It's not anger, it's hurt. And reason number two is this. I never walk on eggshells when I'm talking to the black community. I'm always wrong. 
I'm always saying, stop that killing, stop selling drugs in our community, stop acting this way, and no one ever has a problem with it, nor do I ever feel like I'm putting my career on the line, or that I'm going to lose all of my black followers, but the truth is, I feel that way right now, I feel that way every time I bring up racial injustice, like I'm going to stop getting booked for churches, like my career is on the line, and I shouldn't have to feel that way, if we're one in Christ. I shouldn't have to feel like I need to get a white person to say this for me because they're not going to hear me. I shouldn't feel that way. And I do. And a lot of people do. And there's some things that you probably feel that I don't know because we don't talk. So feel free to use me to put the conversations on the table. All in love, not to be divisive, but to get past some things so the next time tragedy happens, we can be on one accord. And I said it before, I'll say it again. I'm a Christian before I'm black, but I'm gonna continue to speak against injustice the way I always have. And whether it's a black person or a white person on the other side of that, so be it. been a crazy crazy awesome show getting back to identity is what i want you guys to keep close to your hearts um if you're a rapper and you feel like i can't um write lyrics you guys need to listen to rhymes and poetry because i got all these shows covered i showed you guys how to write poetry i showed you guys how to write lyrics so if you're a rapper and you're like i can't do poetry go back to the show where it teaches you about poetry listen to it take notes and actually start writing and don't stop writing if you feel like you can't know you can know whose you are and know who you are in Christ and that's basically what I'm what we must start our year off with I'm so excited for this year I know big things are gonna come this year not only for me but for everybody who's listening but but first before we receive all of that we need to know who we are and we need to realize that God has got us and that is all I want you guys to think about until next week I'll see you guys this is Nolzi Lee peace out and God bless you